Greetings, everyone. This is V. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> and this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. I thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, thank you to the new listeners. You are in for a treat, a wild ride, and complete and utter befuddlement. Now, <laughs> Let me just say that befuddlement is one of my favorite words to use. And if you were to read any of my material on Amazon.com, you would generally find yourself in that sense of state or state of being. And purposefully so, not anything more contrived or anything like that. But we are going through the series of Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. And the second book is The Seeds of the Time Before Time. I wrote it in Venice Beach, and I'm giving personal accounts and the origins of many of these stories. And yeah, that that's generally where you'll find a lot of the general piecing or the, the large majority of the podcast. And then I'll get into the third book, which I'm writing the fourth book now. And it's a general thing of how I look at Uh, just being an artist and being a writer and how it influences me so much I can't really go into say how I'm thankful so much of the what would you call this the inspiration that I constantly get on a daily basis is something that's not remiss I'm not unappreciative of it I'm quite the opposite. I'm very, very appreciative of everything that comes as a piece of a puzzle or a piece of understanding that I that previously hadn't known before, and then I, I become privy of it. So yeah, that's that's generally the case. Meaning, as in, you learn something new every day. That that's the layman's terms for you. <laughs> so. Enough of this, uh, I'll get into the book and the story. So, if anyone's paying attention and has been following this podcast for a while, we've just generally grazed the third book surface and, and grazed into what, uh, what would you call a general plot and theme. And so other plots and themes in the book are different because they coincide one another or I give a personal account of said character and then from there it, it expands. But right now we're, we're talking about the Green Kings and the little litigator of Celestial. And it was a complete and different sidebar and side story because it delved with so many different subjects. Um, one different races, two uh, understanding of helping the fellow man or nature versus nurture in the general sense, and from there, observation and seeing something without judgment. Like I said, it was a lot on the plate of just understanding what it was that I wanted to convey. And I couldn't get it all under just one piece. I had to piece it together 
and, and I wanted to explain the origins of many of these characters, and, and this was the beginning part. Uh, there's still a giant there, there's still the goddess that sat there, she, the mermaid, there are other characters and other elven people there, there's so many. And so I wanted to understand what it was that was being brought and to have someone think about something as a subject later. And from there, you have a sand angel, okay? So wrap your mind around just beings from a different dimension and they look like sand angels, but not the ones that you're thinking of. <laughs> See? There's that word befuddlement. There it is. There, that's, that's the word. Not purposefully so and not purposefully confusing. It's just so that people understand that there's a differentiation. And if you've seen Farscape or you've seen different type of races of people or beings, then generally you would have a, a sense of understanding of these. And, and they come from a different dimension. And they have their own plight. In fact, it was revenge on fate, which in itself, the ideal of something or someone having a vendetta out for almost an inanimate thing is not funny, but it's a very serious thing if someone truly thinks of it that way. And it almost raises the question of if you're an adult, then how would you verse? such a thing or if there were no memories in a world it kind of wouldn't be arbitrary to think of something that everything in the world is possible of thinking you never really even truly knew so <clears throat> this one is called secrets and it basically talks about the the side plot of the sand angels and what their true goals and intentions are because no one generally even knows the only one that would have a percentage of a chance, any percentage at all, of knowing what it was their true intentions are, where they are, where they, they their their mind and their hearts, and to read them properly, would be the goddess that called them there to the meeting in the first place. She generally understands where they come from and can see how they originated and their origins. But as far as where they're going and their intentions and other things that they, they have been masked in their hearts. And so they have their own side missions as to speaking to others or even coming to the council meeting. And, and that's generally what they're having with themselves. And it's a conversation they're having. And it's a representative of two of them. And so they're, they're thinking and they mention certain words as to a part of their plan and deciding how they should make their decisions and judgment. And that's generally what you see here. And then I'll explain afterwards. But it says, blank side, the Green King Privy? And that's someone else saying this. And it says, mensurated. And then someone says, I understand. They are weakened, slew, bubble laden, and so much they never present, comprehend. So you believe the council will forgive? We compose majority. Break it down tenderly? The tall one agrees. How can you, Scorpio? 
Do you remember their negligence? How life they mangled grove, problematic recycling, their energy is wild, unpredictable, susceptible to limits, contraction, their doom, abolish their version, oblivion. The plan? Synopsis to clarify referred pay pro provo grace provograce double helix cotton candy prospection hidden even to those that can see cumbersome visions in the grand triscals very reverse spiral illusion the ramifications of this decision will protrude the dimensional intrusion forever rendering our foreheads roman numeral our sins plus the demise of me and mine if we so choose how cruel okay so like i say this is one of those instances of everything that i wrote being laced with some sense of meaning and i did that to high heaven on this one and, and i could see it just from the first line in it which says blank side and so the blank side would be and I'm paraphrasing here the the blank side of a page and so the conversation if you can imagine it in your head would be a blank page and two of these beings are meeting on the blank page and they're typing to one another and so the first statement is the Green King privy okay so the green the Green King do they know and, and that's what the question and then he says mensurated and basically saying as to know and then he says I understand then he mentions of the people on the surface and not anyone in the council talking about their weakened slew bubble laden and so much they never present or never may present or comprehend Afterwards, they talk about, do you believe that the council will forgive? Which I allude to as a plot device for them and their plan and their plight. It's some grand, grand scheme, and I'm not going to even tell you guys how big it is. Needless to say, it's serious. And they allude to their company or rather the rest of the sand angels and they say we compose majority of that from their dimension but then it says uh, break it down tenderly and the tall one agrees and so this one is an alludement to the giant that was there and how can you Scorpio or how can we rather assess the situation Scorpio has no reference <laughs> here as to the star sign or any indicative of the attributes or personality traits I totally put that there as a plot device and unawares as to how powerful <laughs> Scorpio is or rather any of the star signs and so afterwards I, I know I put that there for the reasoning it says, do you remember the negligence, how life, they mangled growth, problematic recycling, their energy is wild, unpredictable, susceptible to limits, contraction, their doom, obelisk, their version, oblivion. And so 
from here, he's mentioning the people on the surface once again, and he's saying, do you remember them and their negligence and how they mangle growth, problematic recycling, meaning as in uh, they expand out onto whatever it is that they're in and, and how problematic the, the certain parts of fitting into an ecosystem is, and that's why I mentioned recycling. And he talks about how their energy is unpredictable, susceptible to limits. And that one, I'll let someone interject their meaning there and contraction their doom, obelisk their version of oblivion. And obelisk is uh, a form or rather a, a puzzle, meaning as it has meaning, but it's also other things as well. And meaning as in that's the end meet all for all of what they, they have. But that's not generally the case. And so uh, that would be the paraphrasing or me giving some anecdote as to what that means. And, and he says, synopsis to clarify referred pay, proper grace, double helix, cotton candy, prospection. Now, from here, that would be the alludement of as to what convoluted plan that they have, if they had a plan at all but just generally a plan to understand what was going on with them and why they chose to come to the council meeting in the first place. And so it says, visions in the Grand Triscoll's reverse spiral illusion, the ramifications of this decision will protrude the dimensional intrusion, forever rendering our foreheads Roman numeral, our sins plus the demise of me and mine, if we so choose, how cruel. And so their decisions from their meeting and asking of what it was will impact all the other dimensions all of whatever it was that they have as a continuity or a, a bridge between everyone would be affected and a butterfly effect um, and that's what the mentioning of rendering their foreheads Roman numeral and, and the ones that were the cause of it everyone would know and if they so chose, and then he says, how cruel. And so ultimately, this was them having this private conversation, if not telepathically, but no one else in the council knew of this said thing. Um, this was after they had made the decision of sending the young one the, and the two green kings to the surface to see what the rest of, quote unquote, the Manfreuds were doing. Now, one could make a parallel to humanity and being on the surface and whatnot, but I wanted this just to be for the Green Kings and the young litigator of Celestial to see for themselves. And the story expands where they experience people in their natural environment. One could think of just going into an ecosystem and seeing the parallels between them. And it's a very mercurial thing to tell a young person, I don't know, nine or 10 years old, the reasoning for certain things happening in a forest. One has to watch certain National Geographic or channels or uh, the Discovery Channel or anything from around the world where they can properly assess certain documentaries or documentaries about this, right? And so you'll see an animal, you'll see how the entire savanna or you'll see an ecosystem impacted 
by one creature or one animal and and how it influences others just by their presence and then you see the juxtaposition between the Manfred world or quote-unquote their equivalent of man and how impactful one man can impact all of the others and it's not removed it's not to say that influencing the the green the two green kings can't intervene they willingly chose not to or choose not to in the future in the stories because of the impact and, and that's what they tried to impart as a, a sense of understanding to the little litigator and his reasoning of, or questioning why as to they don't intervene and help in certain instances of people who may or may not have quote unquote be or needing of help <clears throat> the needing of help is a, is a different type of mentality because you you see someone in a sense of panic or you'll see certain instances and the little litigator he's a kid and he's wondering like okay so if this was the forest and nobody was to help that animal then as us being as in animals what separates us from them from not helping one another it, it's so multifaceted and, and it's almost like the first conversation that a kid would have with someone as a, an adult or someone who is a guardian to ask as to why uh, the way things in the world are the way that they are and in most instances you'll get the adult or the guardian to tell them that it's the way that it always has been ultimately as in the deciding or the end conclusion of said questioning however in this instance it's not generally the case as to how things always were uh, by default one must understand that the beginning of the story began with everyone forgetting their memories and so this enacting of actions or these lines of thinking have been changed and askewed by default and so him questioning it is not so not it's not an invalid thing to to do so in fact it is uh, quite innocent and and the reasoning for them being on the surface in the first place and it's not as if they're just spies or anything like that they're they're coming so that they can bring the information back down to the council meeting in which they originally met and from there they can give an assessment to these other leaders from different dimensions as to how to handle this this sense of flux or what caused it in the first place and give their own assessments as to how they should go about it i don't allude as to if these beings had their memories from the beginning but the way that they operate is completely different from all of the rest of celestial by default and one could surmise that they still had their memories the two green kings and the rest the goddess and the council but still there, there there's this separation obviously uh, from being where they are underneath the ground and then to understand what's happening on the surface world is the thing 
that they wanted to make sure, like 100% sure. Being 30 to 60% sure is okay, that, that's more than half, but they wanted to be quite certain as to their decisioning, and, and that's where this story came from, and the Sand Angels. Now, interesting story, and I'll leave you with this, is that this is only one part, and this is only the second book, and then there's the third book, which is shorter than the second and first, However, the fourth book uh, is turning out to being a, a cacophony of all these different things because I make these continuations from all of the series um, previous. And I still have to explain the origins of all these other different characters and give some light as to the reasoning of them being chosen to being at this council. And it never ends. Like, there's many other different accounts, almost years our time thousands of years of the account of wisdom that has caused just but one wrinkle in their faces in certain instances so i'll give that account soon and, and where my mind is and to uh, talk about certain things but the next podcast you know what i'm just going to go completely off topic and talk about being an artist like i've done this so much times before probably two to three times i'm it's it's the end of the year i'm going to do it again and talk about how I spend time as an artist, but not as the thing to do. It's not what every artist should do. It's not what every artist, uh, how as an iconograph, should spend their days. It's just to have a better peace of mind and to get some sense of rhythm is completely up to the artist to decide for themselves and to play with those things in timestamps. So that's pretty much it. That's V saying thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Be looking for more. Hit the subscribe button. I will have more. The more you guys or faster you respond, the faster I upload. It's pretty cool. How about that? Thank you so much. Peace, peace.